Welcome to Rigged for Dirt, the podcast recorded on adventure. And this week on episode 12, we are at Overland Expo with my co-host, Ali. What's up, guys? It is Ali here with uh, Kate the Jeep, and I am stoked that we are broadcasting, well, live for us, but... It's live for us, It yeah. is live for us, uh, from Rider Rack USA at their booth here at Overland Expo West. And we are honored to be accompanied by Richard Cropley, owner and founder... Yes, Rhino Rack. Yeah, thanks, Ollie. It's it's great to be here. It yeah. really is. Thank you so much for taking the time because I know at these events it can be so hectic and so busy. So you taking an hour out of your time to be with us. Is, oh, it's great. It's yeah. great Thank to be you. able to chat. So um, real quick, a lot of people have already heard, but if you haven't, uh, I do run Rhino Rack on my vehicle. And as I was talking to Richard, one of the most important things about my build was that it is my daily driver. And I do have my family in the vehicle and we go out, we do a little bit of light rock crawling and we do a lot of trails and we do a lot of washboard trails. And so my vehicle takes a lot of abuse and I wanted to make sure whatever company I got together with was a company that that was, you know, founded on the principle of making durable quality product. That's the whole principle of my, uh, my goal. So when Rhino Rack came on board and I talked to Tony, um, I was really, I was really happy and excited to have that product on there. And, and honestly, it's held up. It's it's held up amazing. When me and Frank went out to Moab, I mean, with a 180-pound tent on top, the 88-inch uh, high country tent that we were running, it worked phenomenally. Yeah, I can say that spending that much time on the trail and going through all those obstacles. And, I mean, we did two days straight of all <laughs> trail runs. And with fully a rooftop loaded, tent, fully, on, loaded. In a, fully loaded in a place where we should not have had a rooftop tent and an awning, and it well, held up. Well, the bowing awning at that, the full size. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, you're looking hey, at- Hey guys, stop right there. What you should be saying is what the product is. You know- Sure, go for it. You know, it's it's that JK Wrangler backbone, you know, with the Pioneer train on the top. Right, and the quick mount. Yeah, it's just a sensational product. Yep. We yep. did a lot of testing on that. You know, the engineers went to a lot of detail, and uh, it has been a real winner. Unfortunately, it came out at the end of the life cycle with the JK. Sure, sure. But uh, but no, I mean, there's still people getting into it. I mean, the JL might be out of reach for some people, brand new. So a lot of a lot of guys trying to get into Overland are buying the JKs. So it's not a, it's still got a lot of life to live. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, but you know, all that aside, because everyone can go on the website, it's uh, uh, to Rhino Wax website to look at the product. You'll be impressed. But what I, what was really interesting for me is we have so many of these companies, and a lot of this overlanding experience started in, in countries like Australia and South Africa. And the story that nobody really gets into too too deeply is why did it start? How did it start? What was it like at the beginning? Because I feel like you were kind of there, you know, as a way of life in australia it's funny you should say that you know when i look back on my my background and what i've done i mean i was trained as a farmer okay you know i farmed in new guinea i ran you know australia's largest outback stations tipperary station so wow. out in the northern territory so what wow. is that so uh, that, outback station tell me like what yeah is for that? those most of us don't know what that terminology means right well, it's sort of Elizabeth Downs, Litchfield Station, Tipperary, all combined in one. Runs out of the Timor Sea. It's huge. It's okay. It takes you probably uh, four hours to fly around it. Wow! You know, it's right around the boundary. So are these territories. Yeah, it's it's okay. huge. Okay, it's, uh, just massive, massive. Got it. Yeah. Cattle, cattle station. Oh, cattle. I see. I see. Got, got, it, got, it. It, got it. Up in crocodile country, up that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the super safe part. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> nah. Was this a family? Was this a family? Business? No, I was just, I was just 
the development manager up there, and uh, and that was a great experience. It okay, really, very it really cool. was. But you know, after that, um, our family we actually got involved in the roof rack business. Okay. And we bought a little company called Roller, and then I got out of that, and I set up Sydney's first roof rack shop. First specialist roof rack shop back in 1989, and there we were selling, you know, crossbars, bits and pieces, everyone else's product. Right. And I really got sick and tired of one particular commercial system. It was two bars, steel legs, and fiddly nuts and bolts on the bottom. You know, yeah, selling 40 yeah. of these a right. month. <laughs> and I thought, with my experience with with uh, what I had with Roller in the old days, I thought, let's design the world's first commercial leg in plastic. And so we made a, a, an aluminum extrusion, the uh, three legs. Mind you, I had to sell my house. Wow, <laughs> I put wow. it all on so the line you were, you were all three in. different heights. I was all in. I was wow. all in. I had to make it work. Yeah. And As most great stories start, all yeah, in. Yeah, all right? in. Absolutely <laughs> all in. And it worked. And people loved it. It was easy to fit. It was all pre-assembled for them. It was just, you know, it was great. So I went straight into the gutter. But as time went on, um, the industry changed. Cars changed. Sure, They went gutless. So this actually developed the industry so much. So we had to develop other systems, whether it be track mount systems. We actually imported Mont Blanc legs in those days and ran new aluminum extrusions that fit on the top of their legs because we just couldn't afford to tool up for for so many different legs. But then uh, as we grew... We did all our own mouldings and so forth. I mean, today we have 950 different injection moulding dies. Wow. It's different vehicles, right? Different vehicles. That's a library. All, all the different fittings. And so, you know, the business evolved by just reinvesting in it. Sure. And you'd see the opportunities, you know, whether it be shade, whether it be, you know, all these different accessories, you know, year after year, you think, right, that's a great idea. Or you see, see an opportunity and think, we can make that. And that's part of the family, part of the roof rack family. And so we've just, we've let it grow. And uh, we thought, let's, we've conquered Australia. Yep. We were going to go to South Africa at one stage, and then we thought, no, just sit back. We're busy in, in, in Australia. But then we made the plunge. We started, we had a couple of distributors over here in the US. It didn't work. And I said, right, guys. I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. So, <laughs> you hopped on a so, plane. <laughs> so anyway, this was 2009. We set up here in our own right. Wow. Humble beginnings. I mean, this was the year of the crash. And I thought, right. well, I thought yeah, that, you're right. I you're, thought it can't yeah, get no any doubt. worse. You're in it. Yep. That you I, came I at it. the time. It, it could not get any right. worse. And it, I tell you what, it was hard work. Yeah. I had people, a lot of people telling me, pull out, go back home. Yeah. However, I thought, no. Because you were heavily invested, right, coming over here? Well, that's right. I had and I was committed. And right. I thought, I'm going to teach these Yanks how to do it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So, anyway, we, you know, what really happened is our, our expedition touring market and so forth has continually grown. We're well advanced yeah. compared to the American market. I mean, to me in the old days, uh, in the U.S., you had tarred highways and so forth. You'd either go rock hopping on a Jeep right. or you'd run your Winnebago down the highway. Yep. But now, because of the activities which people are, are getting into, whether it be hiking, camping, whatever, they're building vehicles and the toys and uh, and so forth around those activities. Right. And right. I think that's that's what's really changed the, the industry here. How was it? How was it like in Australia when this uh, like so? 
was overlanding in Australia just a way of life or was it something that actually became kind of like how it is where it's like a luxury, you know, kind of... Well, overlanding really developed because I suppose of, I suppose Toyota. Okay. Toyota had that market. We had big distances to travel, dirt roads. We had to have vehicles which stood up to the environment. Right. Um, and it, it worked so well in the old days. What was it like in Australia back when people like were starting to get the rooftop tents? I mean, what was the like the awnings, the rooftop tents, the everything like you know, what was the what was the catalyst that pushed everyone to do that? Was it just the long distances of travel, or well, yes, it, it was long distances. Can you, can I mean, you paint a picture of that? I mean, look, people who go out touring, they wanted to experience the desert life, that okay, sort of thing. Right. So you got to camp somewhere. Yep. I mean, you can sleep under five million stars, um, that, that sort of thing. But a tent, it's nice to have a tent out of the rain, the, the dew, that sort of thing. Or you go up north fishing. I mean, I'm heading off next week. Nice. Um, up north again. It's, it'll be a great trip. But it's, and we like to do that every year, but it's just uh, that experience of getting out there, being able to stop anywhere. It's right. A, it's a big country. Right. There's really no limitations on where you can stop. Uh, pull off the side of the road somewhere and set up camp. Is it pretty open out there? Like, there's no restrictions like how we have here where it's a lot of government land? Different land management and stuff like that. Look, there is, but there aren't enough people to police it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really fair Fair point. There's a lot of land for a few people. (laughs) There's a lot of land. There's a lot of land. Because I think it's really interesting because we talk about, you know, the U.S. side so much, and our, our listeners understand that. But there's this mystique about Australia and like what it's like, and you know, uh, you hear people talk about you know in the what the bush and all that. Like. Well, let me paint you this picture, right? Because yeah. I'm I've never been to Australia. Um, have I? Right. Yeah. So, but, oh, guys, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> right? Sure, you yeah. gotta let come. Me, let me tell you what. I, let me tell you what I think I'm missing, and then paint you a picture of the American version of Australia. It is it is a giant piece of land where everything there exists for one reason only to kill and you? it's to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew the answer right? to that. We didn't even rehearse this. Huh? You already knew the answer because the snakes, uh, the spiders, snakes, uh, the crocodiles, the koalas will rip your face off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got spiders the size of a foot. Like yeah. You've got like, <laughs> snakes that yeah, plenty of snakes. Yeah, yeah, plenty of snakes. You've got. Cool. You've got these giant, like, rabbit-like animals that punch people. Like, you've got these crazy, like, tree bears, right? We've got dingoes which take your baby. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. My baby. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's where we're starting from. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when you guys tell us that you overland and you want to sleep in the bush, yeah. the first question that comes to mind to us is why? Yeah. <laughs> well, is that? I mean, is that part of the reason why the tents got elevated on top of the vehicles? Well, uh, quite possibly, but you also want to be able to have the towing capacity on the rear end. Okay. Okay, so a lot of people might tow their boat, yep. um, put your put your tent on the roof so you can sleep up there, and then, of course, you want your screens, you want to get out of the mozzies, that sort of, you know, away from them. Right. That sort of thing. But it just works hand in hand, being able to tow, sleep on top. Because if it, if it wasn't really for the, roo- the rooftop tent and then the fact that people are getting out there, like... There wouldn't be as much of a need for the types of racks that you make. But I, I feel like the rooftop yeah. tent must have helped a lot with, you know, the development of Rhino-Rack and, and the growth. True. That's the a, yeah, that's only one thing. But I, but it was really carrying luggage okay. more than right. anything else. Right. You've I've c- seen that, like, even in Australian travel, overland travel, that even ground camping is Just extremely popular. getting it out of the yeah. vehicle. And you guys have a different style of tent. you got to think, what do you need over there? You yeah. Need spare, you need spare wheels. Right. Okay. okay. You, gotta, right. you put them on top. 
because you need, you, you need how, jerry how cans. You need jerry cans. You need right. gas bottles. Right. You know, you need your fishing gear up there. You, you know, give like so. Let's paint this picture. What's the distances we're kind of looking at? Average distances were like. Well, look. When I drive on my tri- my trip, we'll take we'll drive for five days to get to Darwin. Oh wow! From Sydney to Darwin. A five wow. day drive. Five day, yeah. And they and we're doing what uh, nine hundred to a thousand k's a day. Get out of here. Okay. okay. And, and then, cool. then we do the last day up to the Coburg Peninsula. Yeah. That's an extra another day up there. It's a it's a big drive. That's overlanding, bro. I mean, granted, well, of course. We yeah. when I mean, we left for Overland Expo, we we left on Monday. Yeah. And so we did three days of trails. Right. We ended up Dogtown Lake here in Arizona, Flagstaff, or uh, Williams actually. Right. right. Just, yeah. And then yeah. you know I, I haven't even had a proper shower yet myself. No, no. And and I could I could only imagine being like you guys are pretty much like you know muscling through on the mileage every single day or the kilometers every single day. Um, that's that's got to be such an experience. It, it is. It is. And that's a pretty and, average. And, and thing. you go through some really old historic towns. Okay. Right. It's good to you know stop there, occasionally have a uh, you know have a shower, whatever, have a beer at the pub, whatever. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, where I love staying is at gravel pits. You know the council gravel pits on yeah. the side of the road. They do have official camping grounds, but sorry, what are the gravel pits? A gravel pit is where they have the, the blue metal gravel, mm-hmm. on the which they make the tar out of, you know, part okay. of the tar, or they put it down the side of the road. Sure. Okay. And every 50, 100 miles, whatever it might be, that you'll find an old pit off the side of the road where the local council has their gravel and the, the you know, the front end loaders pick, put, okay. pick right. it up, put it right. in the truck. Got it. Right. But these are unofficial little camping grounds for no us. Doubt. Really? All right. You got all the privacy in the world, so you yeah. just pull off into there. It's. Uh, it's great. That's it so really cool. is. That's clever. That's really cool. I, I've never be- heard that be- before. Because, no, well, we don't tell anyone. Well, of course, right? Well, until now. No, everybody's <laughs> heard. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that out, that whole section. Yeah, we'll... we'll that's we'll, all right. No, that's fine. <laughs> don't do it. But, 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 you know, really, um, you, you'll have the uh, official campsites where people will tow their big trailers in and that sort of thing. Sure. But we like the privacy. You like to just right. do our own thing. There's a little. reason you're getting out into the middle That's of nowhere, exactly right. right. And, you yeah. know, we've got a long way to go, so we, we stop on the side of the road and do that, Yeah. which is great. A lot of fun. What's a... Uh I'm I'm kind of I'm very curious now because well, obviously so never cool been I know right yeah common most common vehicle used for this purpose uh, Toyota Land Cruiser the Land Cruiser okay. yeah you said the Toyota kind of started yeah. everything it, yeah. it did yeah it, so they kind of have the heritage when it comes to yeah. like bringing yeah. that whole lifestyle or at least facilitating correct that lifestyle was yeah. that uh, one of the first vehicles that you guys actually developed products for yes it was actually and we actually supplied on an oe basis we supplied toyota themselves to toyota. Yes. oh wow yeah. we, we developed we developed all their products oh that was back in about 96 we started selling commercial racks and so forth okay. and wow then, yeah uh we've just finished another one for, for them uh only as a three-year project we just did their what they call their high ace uh van tradesman's van okay and we've built ladder racks for internally and another one for on the roof. So it's an ongoing relationship. Ongoing relationship, oh, wow. yeah, That's which is great. Cool. A lot of heritage so for Toyota. Yeah. That's, so there's a good chance that there's people out there in the world that have Rhino racks don't even know it. That's exactly right. That's exactly, because they are badge Toyota. That's right. correct. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, we're now quoting for another system for the, the new Toyota coming out, yeah. which I th- here's going to be a world beater, but we'll see. Um, it's going to, should be an exciting project. Cool. But again, you know, we'll develop a pioneer system for it. Awesome. And uh, that'll be great. So it sounds like you get out a lot. I try to. Oh, I try yeah. to. Can yeah. you tell us about like uh, one last adventure that you've had that kind of took you out there? And Well, 
one of the things which we do, we have we sell a different way over there in Australia. We sell through a dealer network. We don't do it online. Okay. And we have 800 dealers. Anyway, we like to reward them. And so I went with uh, actually our chief photographer standing over here, who's yeah. actually our he's best. He's us right now. He's actually our, be- <laughs> our best fisher. But we, we went together and we, we traveled up to the Kimberley region. And we went up to Honeymoon Bay, which was, this was back in last August, right up the top, Honeymoon Bay, and we checked that scenery out. We towed the boat up, corrugated roads, traveled eight, eight kilometers an hour over corrugated roads, wow. hundreds of miles. Oh, my God. We had to How get long there. did that take you guys? We had to get there in one piece. You know, right. look so after the trail. roads or washboards. Yeah, washboard roads. Got it. It's just, you know, unbelievable. You know? Shaking your teeth out of your yeah. 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 yeah, we had to look after that boat and get it there. Yeah. You know, we, met, we, we, we won the battle, which was good. <laughs> but, uh, that, I mean, that was a great trip. And, I mean, you, you, again, you stop on the side of the road, just fill up with food at the last minute, you know, for the last leg and so forth. And you get there, you go fishing, you camp, you set up, you know, just a small base camp and, and just meet the locals and so forth. And it's, you have a lot of fun. That's awesome. Very, very cool. So... Going back to when you first came to the U.S., you came in the middle of, of, of a, one of our biggest recessions in recent history, right? You yes, tough, that's great. Right? You, yep. you, you toughed I, it I out. I just hope Trump's not going to cause the next one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we can open that can of worms, but yeah, we're just going to tuck it under the table. We've gotten close to it, and we tend to try to stay away from the politics on the, on the show. Just <laughs> we're going to sweep that one right under the table. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that the best of the country, the best yeah. interests of the country are... You know, at any rate, like you know, that must have been because, and the reason I mentioned that is because that particular recession was not a short one, right? It wasn't like a two or three or four year. Yeah. You know, we as we realistically didn't begin to pull out in for eight or nine years, which means you probably felt that, and that had to be a long toe, a long pull for you. Well, I didn't really feel it because uh, we were growing the whole way. Oh wow! We started from zero. That's true. A zero base, so that, it could only get better. The benefit wow. of starting yeah. at the bottom, right? That's exactly yeah. right. Managing expectations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that was a good part about it. Yeah. So the, what's been really good, though, is designing product for the U.S. market. We've got a great team now. I think it's 17 engineers. And we're basing more and more over here now. And we're just going to be – we're scanning vehicles. We will be developing all sorts of new toys for the back end of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, new Pioneers on top. Lots of upgraded accessories. Um, if we think it's a really good idea, we'll make it. Excellent. So for when you, when you develop for the U.S. market, are you developing because the vehicles are different? Like, for example, we don't have the Hilux, right, for example? Well, or is it or is it like consumer needs are different? Okay, we've, we've developed, uh, I think it's 28 different backbones for the pickup trucks over here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're, what we're doing now is whilst they can carry goods in the back of the pickup, a lot of time they might want to put a four-wheeler in the back or whatever. So let's use the roof right let's make sure right. we can store on top of the roof and it looks good dresses the vehicles up you can look at a vehicle over there it's got its lights on it and so, oh, and yeah. so forth you got the kcs on there yep absolutely so there's a lot of merit in doing that sort of thing and uh so far it's working it's, it's growing exponentially which which is great so we'll give it a good push Excellent. and uh, we'll keep going with all our shade gear as well um it's a it's a it's an intriguing market. I mean, the only one we haven't conquered yet is the the F one fifty. Oh, really? Yeah, it's well, got that's one of the that's, that's one of that's the cu- uh, popular trucks in California. I know, in, in biggest the US. seller. Yeah. The Raptors are starting to get popular with yeah. the old. But it's got an alloy roof. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. And we're gonna we've got to do so much testing on that. 
we don't want to do a rework. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, we've got to make it spot on. Yep. Right, right. That's That That must complicate things to make that aluminum roof load. Oh, there. yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. But, but we think we've got to, we'll, we'll conquer it. I mean, I, that's kind of like it. the reason for the backbone, right? On the yeah. JKs, you guys went through the, you went through the roof. And yep. into uh, a secure mounting location. That, that's so. that's and we transferred the weight down to the base, which is great because I have frame. four people on so my tent. <laughs> I'm not a G person. I have yeah. an FJ cruiser. No, you're not. Right. So what is what is the backbone? Okay, it's a name which we gave to the actual frame itself. Okay. Okay, we've got the internal frame plus the the mounting pads on the roof. Okay, just that whole structure, and then that name actually evolved to the other vehicles where we've got this long slender blade with the holes in it um oh yeah on yeah, the I side of a vehicle we call that the backbone as well oh okay but, so and it's really new, a, it's that's, really that's a new retooled yeah that's uh, a unit. so it's a mounting system yep, in got itself it. very cool okay yeah i mean uh on the on the jeep like i said we went to moab and that thing was shaking left and right we were off camber we put that jeep through the ringer and that, and that's with the quick mount system yeah. which is like you know the quick mount it has like a cover on the legs you pull the cover off you can push two little uh, tabs together and you yeah. can just easily remove the rack so you'd think seeing something like that wow is this going to be as sturdy as it needs to be right but we had zero issues zero Isn't, issues yeah that's great to hear it yes. really is no it was I, re I really appreciate it it's funny how you go through the design phase i mean i did that one myself that little you know, squeeze the two little, 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 little tabs there, triggers yeah. together yeah because yeah. originally i was going to make it a bit like a shoe i thought put the Put the, the, the toe in to one end, yeah. pull the other end down, and just oh, have a like pin a, like pull a out cleat. one end. Yep. And then suddenly I thought, hang on a sec, how can we lift the whole rack off in one go? You, you can't, be, if, you, right. if you're tying a tray on right. top to two crossbars, you can't twist the front, the, the bars themselves to pull the toe out. Right, right. So we had to release us on both sides. Just to <laughs> give you guys an idea, on the on the Pioneer roof rack system for at least the, the Jeep JK Unlimited, you have uh, six legs. Um, each leg has a little plate that's lockable. You unlock it, you open up the plate. Inside there's a little tab, two tabs. You push those together, it unlocks it. And then once all of those are unlocked, you could easily just lift up the entire rack up and off. So yeah. it's, a, it's a really clever, well-made system that, you know, you know, it's one of those things I appreciate just because of the modularity. And sometimes I don't want to wear, or sometimes I don't want to, you know, put the rack on my vehicle if I want to go really light. Um, but so far, actually, past year, I've, I've never taken it off. <laughs> but it's nice to know I could if I wanted to. Uh, thanks for the lovely comments, Ollie. I yeah. really appreciate it. But, you know, as a kid, I used to play with Meccano okay. all the time. And I think that gave me a lot of ideas as well. You know, we can just sort of add, keep adding. Keep adding. Yeah. 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 Bolt it on, whatever. Right, so right. It's, it's, it's amazing <laughs> what you learn in life. Yeah, that makes, that, that makes it really easy. One of the things that impressed me about this system and about other in companies in general that I tend to gravitate to are clever solutions. That's definitely a, yeah. a clever solution. Yeah, you've got to keep at it. You've got, yeah. just got to uh, think outside the square and what is world class and right. how do we make it better? How do we make it safer? How do we more environmentally friendly? All this sort of stuff. You've got to think that way all the time today. So uh, it's ever evolving absolutely I mean, bringing it back full circle to the overland space how much would you say the overland community has contributed to the success of rhino rock as a company oh look a huge amount absolutely look i don't know percentage wise or whatever but it's just it's a massive amount um because that's what we specialize in now yeah. in today our it's overland right yeah i mean our coming back home i suppose really we started 
with commercial roof racks, okay. tradesmen, you know, ladder racks, this sort of right. stuff. And then once we developed for Toyota and in, in the four-wheel drive racks, that just led to every other four-wheel drive and so forth, and we became the world's leaders there. Right. Here's, here's a question: Was it called overlanding in Australia? Was it sorry? Cold? Is, it, is it called overlanding in Australia? Cold. cold. Is, is that it, the name? For is that it? the name for the activity? Is it called overlanding? Oh, cold. cold. Yeah. Sorry, I just heard you. It's that accent. accent. It's that accent. <laughs> it's the accent. Right. It's all these damn accents here. <laughs> No, tour, we're touring. Touring. More, touring more touring. than anything else. So overlanding, yeah. you, would you say that's more of like just an American term that we've yeah, developed? It is, yeah. we've kind of adopted and just it's, it's cl- something more, kind of yeah. latched onto touring, it. Touring, yeah. that's the new big thing, bro. Touring. It's it, touring. Yeah, we're not calling it overlanding that, anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. touring. We're going to be, we're going to change the whole podcast name, Rigged for Touring. Rock Touring. <laughs> <laughs> From rock landing rock to rock touring. Because <laughs> rock, rock landing is really like the hybrid of rock crawling and overlanding. And yeah. Taking these rigs that new, are like new, heavily yeah, that, That's in America. New yeah. hashtags, yep. new all you all of Rock you term. overland brands are going to have to rebrand, yeah. retool to touring. touring <laughs> I mean, they use the word here, expedition. The original, that's right. You know, that's right. We don't we don't really use that much, but I'm going to call one of my new trays an expedition tray. Okay, yeah. and just feed that into the marketplace. You know? So, yeah. have you ever gone touring here in the U.S.? Uh, I've been to Moab. Oh yeah. Okay. For okay. Jeep Safari. But I, do, I call that rock hopping. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay, so rock hopping, not rock crawling. Rock hopping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so was so it this past year at Easter Jeep? Or? We're actually, we're heading away uh, again on Tuesday. Okay. We'll, we'll go back to Moab. A few more trails down that way. And yeah. uh, Oh, this is part of your... Uh, well, I think yeah. we've got a team of fellas yeah. coming with us. Tony us, invited so me. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that'll be good. Eight days of being with the without the family, and my <laughs> wife is calling me saying, oh, are you yeah. come home soon? And I'm like, sure, honey. Yeah. Hey, what, you're dealing with two boys? Like, <laughs> By yourself. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, how, I don't... This is this is fine. You're working a full-time job? What's the deal? I don't yeah. understand yeah. what the issue is. Uh, yeah. You only see them a few hours you got to do it. Yeah, she wants to be back home. So yeah, I'm, life's I'm too out. short. You gotta you gotta enjoy yourself and get out and have a bit of fun. Yeah, you guys are you guys are gonna be doing this uh, Colorado, what was it called? The Northwest. The oh, the one, event. The event. Yeah. Yeah. The Colorado. yeah uh, the the Overland Rally. Overland Rally. Yeah. I'll be I'll be syncing up with you guys. Yeah, yeah in Colorado. Lovely. I'll make that's, sure to bring out Kate for that. That's good. Yep. Lovely. No, that'd yep, be great. Wait for that. It'll be great to do that and have some fun. That's for sure. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I am so appreciative of the time that you've spent with us. Absolutely. I only have one last question. Yeah, what sure. What do you think? What what's uh, what do you think is next for for uh, kind of development here in the U.S. And for touring, for touring, and and just kind of the, the the horizon that you see. I think there's a surprise little package over on that far stand over there. Okay. It's called an electric car, electric four-wheel drive. Oh, right. Oh, the Rivian? The Rivian. That's right. Yeah, I got the and patch. I, and I think, because I've asked a few people, what's going to happen next within this, you know, expedition, touring right. industry, sure. whatever. Absolutely. And I think once that's launched in another, at the end of next year, I believe it is, they'll go yeah. into production. That's a venture between Ford and Amazon, I believe. But right. I think... Well funded. I think it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, but I think electric vehicles, shapes will change again. Absolutely. And our ideas will have to completely change again. We're going to have to have more aerodynamics. Sure. They right. want to get greater yeah, mileage. We're going to think that way. Right. It's going to be t- change everything. You'll that's, have tents there very cool. with... Aerodynamic tents, or whatever it might be. That's a really good point because one of the things I didn't think about, and that is absolutely critical to electric vehicles, is is 
reducing the the drag coefficient, they right? Want, right? They but, need you know, mileage. They need mileage, and You're so not going to do that with a Jeep, though. And yeah. not only that, but there's also benefits <laughs> to electric, cal- cal- right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you don't you you uh, there's requirements to manufacturing a vehicle, right? You have to have a place for the power plant. You have to have a place for the transmission. You have to have a place for the fuel tank, mm. right? And so when all you're running is batteries and some electric motors, the 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 shape of the vehicle yep. and the opportunity of the vehicle and the use of space completely yep. just But I'm just wiped. really looking forward to finding a recharging station out in the middle of Moab. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Solar panels might be the house out. Yeah. Well, I think we might have to sit there for three days right. till the panels just to work get home. to get home. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks so much for your Richard, time. That's a pleasure. So uh, yeah, absolute yeah, pleasure. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Frank. Thank you. All right. That was awesome. It's not often that you get the opportunity to speak to an actual founder, right. owner of a company. And uh, and that's really cool that Rhino Rock had reached out to us to, you know, for that opportunity to Absolutely. speak to Richard. Um, on my end, the person that I connected with right off the bat was a gentleman by the name of Tony Lay. Tony, thank yeah. you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. Good to see you guys. Yeah, so Tony, uh, what's your title with Renorac? So, uh, VP Sales. So, awesome. I'm, I'm looking after. You know, I wear many hats, just like everybody at Rhino right, Rack, right. But uh, you, you do know. everything. You like, I mean, on the marketing side, I, you're my contact person. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do help out with the marketing and uh, the brand ambassadors and nice. kind of, you know, pioneering. We use the, we have the pioneer product and pioneering the brand is, is part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, you, you came on board at a time where, you know, um, I was just kind of getting my program rolling. Yeah. And you yeah. saw some value there. Awesome. And since then, awesome. it's like you've been nothing but like accommodating. And so yeah, I'll man. always be appreciative of that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, we want to look after our brand ambassadors. And, you know, what what you've been doing has been you know, awesome. So for, it's yeah, the alignment it is clear and simple. Awesome. And, and you know a lot of guys that, that we know, like the Romer guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tony and, and Troy. And, you know. There's there's a lot of good guys in Cali that look after us and and support Rhino Rack. So well yeah. to, to to that to that point, this is such a tight knit community that yeah. if it wasn't for a gentleman named uh, Todd Trudeau yeah. from Snowmaster, you Todd. and I probably would have never spoken. Yeah. Todd's the man. Todd's yeah, the man. Todd's the man. Yeah. Me and Todd go way back. We got a bunch of Snowmasters on the booth. Awesome product. He uh, he loves what we're doing and you know he very you know similar. He's he's had to grow a business just like. Uh, you know, me and my team have, have grown Rhinorack in the USA, and man, it's exciting. We're, we're it's an awesome brand. My our owner Richard, you just chatted with great guy. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't work for a better guy. Yeah, um, he, he's almost like a dad to me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, one thing that a lot of people don't get the insight on is like the the companies, uh, the the reality of the com- like who's behind the companies, like who who's the soul of the company, like sure. the and the people that make it. You know, yeah, that's that's kind of the the source of the culture, right? right? Like that, yeah. you know, when. The owner is important, not, not just because he founded the business and he runs the business and kind of makes the decisions, but it's he also yeah. kind of bleeds the way by example, right? Yep, and sets the tone, sure. sets the culture. Oh sets yeah, the, the, yeah. We the, all the bounce hunger. off Rich, man, and the, the the passion that Richard oozes throughout the company, yeah, is is captured in, in the rest of the staff. And and you know, I got a, a group of sales guys on, underneath me, and and you know. They would all say that same thing. Awesome. Yeah. Richard's an outstanding guy to work for. The product line has come so far. We're now engineering products directly for the USA. You know, that, oh, wow. that's the focus. The focus is the USA now, and uh, engineering's been stepping up. I, I have my first engineer in the United States uh, with Kyle, and and so we're hoping to that's add cool. more engineering and uh, just keep pumping. Yeah, yeah. Focus on USA because. 
hey, the economy's good here. Right. <laughs> yeah, so hey, good. our <laughs> our listeners are really interested in, in just hearing about like the stories. Like, so one thing that we did with Richard was we we really discussed like how it was in Australia sure. with, with Rhino Rack starting. For yeah. you, it's been a different journey, right? For sure, yeah, much different here. We started in a rough time. I mean, Richard yeah. Richard kind of picked a tough time to launch it. Uh, he reached out to my old man, Bob Lay. Okay. Uh, and Bob resigned. He, he he retired so a few years ago. So your father worked for my dad. Started it with Rich. That's awesome. Um, wow. And my dad had a lot of experience with Thule. He worked for Thule. He worked for Carwright. He manufactured cargo boxes in Chicago oh, when, wow. I, when I was a kid. You know, and I was in construction out of college, and and then the economy fell out in 08, 09, and that's when Rhino launched. Um, yeah. So and then my dad said, I need help come and work for me and so me and my dad awesome. worked together it was really cool working with my pops and rich and uh and then and then bob moved on retired and and uh the baton was handed to me um, but the companies yeah we started in 08 09 with dot com selling online yeah. the wds wouldn't talk to us um we had a, a lot of major accounts in the united states that we wanted to do business with they're like, who are you? And you have too right. many SKUs. So, uh, so we started with e-com. We started with dropship, uh, shipping the product around the nation to the end user. You went kind and, of direct. And now, cool. now the WDs want us. They're all coming through. Uh, we had a we had an awesome WD come through the booth today that uh, I'm gonna go visit in the next couple of weeks. And so, yeah, uh, we we've launched with four wheel parts. Keystone recently. Oh wow! And Meyer Distributing is—they've been awesome to us. So. so for all you boys and girls out there, this is the first time we've actually like sat down with a company and kind of went into the background. And I know it's not your average normal like talking about our trail adventure or what have right. you. Yeah. But we are at Overland we Expo are, West. Yeah. We're at Expo. And and this is like a—it's a unique insight, and this could be anybody. Um, but it's to show you guys kind of like there's a lot that goes behind these companies. There's a lot of there's a lot of soul. There's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of risk. A lot of hard and work. It yeah. could be Reinerack. It could be anyone else. But it's like it's important to kind of re remember that you're dealing with real people behind the brand. Yeah. And so talking to Richard and talking to Tony, one thing I hope that you guys get out of this is just hearing like the kind of soul of it come out. Because you know, knowing Tony, he's really passionate about off road. He's For really sure. into it. For so sure. yeah. I mean, like you said, you mentioned you're at you're at Moab. Yeah. I mean, we we, we went back to EJS. Uh, this year it was just just a month ago, and uh, we had Mr. an awesome. Time. was crazy. Yeah, it was fun, man. <laughs> Dude, and Frank were there. We, we have a new hand. we have a new JL. Uh, we're launching new backbone for the JL with Pioneer. Um, those will be in stock in June, so we're pumped about that. Uh, but we hit the trail, man. I mean, we, we did Metal Masher. We went out with the Rebel Off Road team. Bond was our spotter. Tell us, nice. tell us about. <laughs> tell us, okay, so, so tell us, tell us about how that. Yeah. yeah, give us the day. It was cool, man. Uh, it was like overcast. We were a little hazy because we, you know, we had a nice barbecue, the night before. And a few beers the night before. Nice. But, but uh, the drivers were ready to rock. And was and, this like uh, a rebel slash rhino event? Or? Yeah, yeah uh, we just. Bond wanted us to come out, and and I know Evan really well. He's a yeah, marketing guy over great. there. Evan's a good and dude. So yeah. yeah, they wanted to run Metal Masher. We met up in town. I think we had like twenty rigs. Oh wow! Um, it Did was you guys cool. was it, was it like cool. an ambassador invite? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. based around Rebel and and those guys, and we were just happy to be a part of it. Rebel's been an awesome dealer with us. Um, you know, they make some really cool Jeeps. That's a really yeah. interesting connection. <laughs> that Jeep. Well, did not know because Rebel just finished yeah. his uh, his uh, FJ. Yeah, Rebel. Oh, I've awesome. been dealing with Rebel for yeah. like for years. Yeah. yeah, and I actually had a really interesting conversation with Bond before I came here. Cool. And so I'm curious how Bond is as a spotter, though. 
Vaughn was he was awesome. Man. Yeah, he looked after, and, and I didn't drive. I was just riding shotgun. Yeah. And I wanted my sales guys to get behind the wheel and white nice. knuckle it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> pucker, pucker we did, a little bit. We did, yeah. yeah. Um, we were we were the little Jeep out there on thirty fives. Yeah, rolling with oh, rebels. Yeah, yeah. Those guys um, when rebels yeah. shows up, full, full they bring rigs. Yeah, they yeah. bring the big guns. And then we also went out with three nine two media. He Blake. He runs forty fours. Yeah, monster. He's our, he's one of our content guys. He captures some imagery for us. Awesome. Sure. Um, and then we also went out with a friend of mine who's out of Colorado but that's 50 shades JK Colin <laughs> he sold the JK and now, he's, now he's Triton JL uh, nice. Triton JL some and uh, Colin's just a great guy and we had a we had a killer day it was it was overcast and a bit gusty out yeah. but yeah I mean a lot of hooting and hollering going up some big pieces and how was it how tires. was it on, like the first gatekeeper with like you know everything like what's that the, your first like gatekeeper that you guys hit up like yeah. how was that yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. What do you, what do you mean by gatekeeper? Well, like you guys set uh, up obstacle. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I mean, we I think we had Cody behind the wheel, and Cody hadn't really done a lot of Moab uh, before, so he was very excited. But, yeah, getting through a couple of those first pieces with – with the whole staff, like like four guys inside the Jeep, we were hooting and hollering. That's man. a that's a lot of guys in the Jeep. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it was. Jeep. Yeah, but we spread out. You wow. know, a couple yeah. guys jumped in. Yeah. We we're moving vehicles. You jump in with Bond for a little bit. And yeah. Jump in with Evan. You know, um, but yeah, awesome day, man. And, and we've never done Metal Masher before, so that it was a cool trail. We had a we had a fun fun time with that's the, awesome. with those guys. So have you guys done a lot of trails in the past? Yeah, I mean, we'll, so we're Colorado based, uh, Denver. Okay. Um, so I've, you know, I, I run a lot of trails through Buena Vista, Chinaman's Gulch, uh, with, with our dealers throughout there. We got a lot of dealers in Denver, uh, that are based around four wheel drive, um, Northridge four by four and all yep, those. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, high country, you know, uh, four by four. And so we go out, um, we also, man, I love Telluride. I love the Western slope of, uh, of, uh, Colorado, uh, high Alpine pass, engineer loop, stuff like that. I can take my tundra on that stuff. Yeah. Um, and which is the lazy boy. That's, that's yours. That's the lazy boy. Wow. Okay. Well, that's Richard's. Okay. That's not mine. But that he, he lets yeah. me drive it. That, that thing's a yeah. beast. <laughs> we'll get some pictures of that. Cause that thing's awesome. Yeah. So the Tundra's great, man. It's on Toy Tech lift, Toy Tech suspension. They're out of Denver. Great group of guys. Doug and his team are yeah. awesome at Toy Tech. Um, we align with BFG. Um, BFG is all over our booth and yeah. yep. uh, and Icon. We we love the Icon boys. We love Icon alloys. So, great. Yep. Yeah. So cool um, and those are the the brands on the Tundra. Yeah. Uh, we like to represent. Awesome. Yeah. No. A lot of fun. I, I I like the fact that you guys just don't sell a product, but you actually like live the product. You know, like. You yeah. guys are actually out there doing what this product's for. The so. product's come a long way. I mean, we've, we've decided to launch backbone systems for over the cab of every full-size truck. So we look after, you know, the, the Jeeps are a ringer. Right. The JL will be the ringer. Right. Forerunner's probably number two. Taco. Um, but but we're, looking to, we're trying to look after these full-size truck guys and get them out on the trails and see yeah. the full-size guys. The full-size are growing. Yeah. Like, well, for the longest time, it was all about the Land Cruiser, and then it shrunk down to 4Runners, FJ Cruisers, yeah. Jeeps. Yeah. And the full guy, the full-size trucks are making a big comeback. Well, we had I a Raptor see, on the trail with us. Yeah, I see, oh, yeah. Yeah. I see a full, lot more full-size yeah. than yeah. I ever have. I mean, we had not the, and, and the Silverado. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah, we silver, so we have a backbone coming for the Silverado. It's just uh, that's that's a 
that's a tough one to, that's a tough install because it's hardened steel chevy does hardened steel okay so, so some of the roof some of these backbones do have to be drilled some of them don't uh yeah. when when like toyota is real nice to us they'll put they'll put uh they'll put some the nuts the rails right? nuts right. up yeah in the roof that's line. awesome the taco the forerunner no drill right but these two rigs the uh, power wagon and the tundra you got you got to drill yeah, them these out these are two badass rigs yeah but yeah, once you are. get them in man it's it's they're you know it's an awesome system backbone so rhino rack backbone underneath with pioneer platform on top and then you know we have over 70 accessories for these plat for the for the pioneers now and then our awning line is is just really grown i mean we got seven different awnings now dude oh, wow. I'm, I'm actually yeah. i'm looking at the batwing over here and i'm seeing that little extension it's coming off of it. yeah man that room so yeah. it's something we're working on it is a prototype we got a few things just to yeah tight, you let me know up. when it's not a prototype yeah <laughs> we'd love to call it the bat cave but we won't go there dude right. that's <laughs> a perfect name for it why wouldn't you nice. uh, we don't want to be messing with marvel yeah that's true yeah i love that's batman chasing me around you yeah, just call, it, just call it like Lake Cave or something. No, Lake but Cave. yeah, it's it's Lake cool. Cave. So yeah. it actually uses the the internal structure of the bat wing and it hangs. Yep. Okay. Um, and then on the outside, it, it works as like a tapered zip extension. Um, so it then, zips up yeah. to the top, like to the edge. Zips up to the top, and then it has zippers on the sides, yeah. so you can continue to close off the whole awning. You guys designed the bat wing, so I have the bat wing on my Jeep, and I love it. It's a two hundred seventy degree awning. It extends out like a bat wing. Um, and it's, you know, on the trail, actually, it helped provide a lot of shade for the entire group. Yeah. There was like nine of us. Um, but, uh, but you guys designed it to be like, to add on to it. Cause I noticed the zippers. Yeah. For so sure. for all the walls and everything. <laughs> yeah. So it becomes its zippers. own annex almost yeah, off yeah. of the rig. Yeah. We tapered zip extensions. We have new ones with, uh, with doors and screens. So you can get a little natural light through there nice. yeah. or you can close it all off, man. Have a bit of privacy. Yeah. And it probably comes room. in handy when, yeah, when you change room or if yeah. it's raining, it starts like, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. did here a couple little, days ago. Shelter. Yeah. That's you the can cool have... thing about our awnings, man, is that when it's windy out yeah. here at Overland, you see a lot of our competitor awnings go away. I'm looking yeah. at the awning right now. And it's all barely moving and yeah, all the other not... flags are going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just got to stake it, guy rope it and, you know, and be, you know, be smart. I've yeah. used that freaking Batwing, and this isn't this isn't even because I'm here because it's you use I, it a lot. Man. I use yeah, it a lot. I've done video it. on it. I've, everyone sees it. Yeah. Like it is a That's, great great piece. I mean, I highly recommend having a 270 degree awning. On yeah, your I think the next investment for the yeah. FJ Cruiser is some kind of awning because sure. I always huddle under his, yeah. and I'm just Dude, like, this is bad. I need to have my own. Like I need to be able to like. Especially when Shannon comes with me, she wants to sit in the, sh sit in the shade because she's just pasty white. Yeah. So yeah. she's like, Oh, that's like me. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Ten minutes in the sun. It's I gotta game be over. That. Well, you yeah. guys just came out with a compact one too, right? And you yeah. told me about it. I'm like, forget it, dude. I like my full size. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to make the compact for for the Jeep, or the Jeep sure. guys, uh, maybe a Forerunner. Yeah. The the big Batwing can be a little long on some. Yeah. Rigs, no, exactly. You know? I mean, I I, I found some myself like in a, what they like, you know. Yeah. I have found myself in a position where I'm like, okay, I could minimize. Um, but it's just so much shade. It's so rad. It's it awesome. really is. Yeah, it's it is cool. It's and getting it, put, getting it put away is quick. And the, yep. you know, we refined everything. Everything's all blacked out. Black bags, YKK zippers. We got spare parts on these things. If you do have an incident with Mother Nature, yeah. she yeah. will win. Oh yeah, yeah. always right. <laughs> always. Yeah, you know. But sky rope and stake it. But we got spare parts to swap it out or, or get it back to where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. But even, the, the awning line's awesome. Even on the mounts, you guys provide spare parts which we i do, thought was yeah. really cool because you know we what, include what a happen. few knuckles when you purchase it they yep. also come with a really nice heavy duty mounting bracket with the kit you don't have to buy that separately that's cool yeah. so yeah we're trying to make it Just easy one and for everybody. done trying oh, to make it easy yeah i appreciate Set it up uh, camp i appreciate quit. the thought and i appreciate exactly. the product yeah. yeah the engineering is coming along man the product's coming along great awesome. and 
Um, yeah, Rich is happy. I, right. I, I see him smiling a lot. <laughs> good. So that's that's that's, that's, good my, for you. that's my concern, and yeah. you know, I, I need to make sure he's happy. And you know, our team in the USA is growing dramatically. We, I have a new general manager who just came on board, Brett Mueller. Um, so he's going to get us organized, and he's data driven, and and we're, gonna, awesome. we're just refine things. Yeah, and, the yeah, next level. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. next level. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we, after this, we're we're heading to just to get back to the fun stuff. Um, but we're heading to do Broken Arrow Trail in Sedona. Oh, cool! Um, on Monday, yeah, and, and with a bunch of brand ambassadors, you yeah. were invited. I know, sad to it. miss it. Don't rub it in. It's cool. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> after the Rocky Mountain Overland Rally yeah. in Gunnison, we're gonna yeah. try and do the same type of activation. Awesome. And, and yeah, he people was, can come out with us. Yeah, yeah you were mentioning it. the trails that you were thinking about doing, and they all sound awesome, amazing. Yeah, awesome. man. I mean, I love Telluride, Uray, yeah. Silverton. I'm a Colorado guy through and through. Oh, I grew up in Chicago, but yeah. Nothing will get me out of Colorado. Yeah. Um, and the trails there are, are pretty sweet. That's you know, awesome. They're high alpine stuff. You know, at, at 12,000 feet, it's pretty cool to be wheeling up there, you know. Badass. Yeah. So. Well, dude, so thankful for the time yeah. that you spent with yeah, us. Appreciate really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for coming to the Rhino booth. Hopefully, we fed you some food. Yeah, yesterday yeah, was man. amazing. <laughs> the, bar- the barbecue from yeah. yesterday was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, we yeah. got you a beer, and yep. we'll, we'll keep working together, man. And, appreciate you know, it. And we'll push on to SEMA. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate guys. It, Thank yeah. you so much, Frank. All right. Appreciate well, I guess uh, now it's time to yeah. just Let's, uh, pay the bills Let's wrap it up and uh, pay some bills. Um, so, real quick, thanks to Rhinorack for hosting us and uh, giving us uh, giving us their time to and kind of a little dig a little deep view yep. into the company and yep. the culture. Really appreciate it, and uh, and of course, as always, Casey highlights. Yeah, just keeping things bright, making sure that we are good for the night. Yep, that kind of rhyme. Adventure further. Yeah, adventure further. <laughs> right. Um, had such a great time with those guys on the way up to uh, Overland Expo West. Yep. And just a testament to those guys. Just so fun to hang yep. out with. Yep. Um, yeah, check out their. Pro- uh, oh, wait, sorry, we have a promo code for them. Yes, I was going to say that yep. you've heard us mention quite a bit that um, you know contact us directly. DM us? No, you don't have nah, to DM us. Forget that. Screw that noise. We got we, the green light. We got the green light. We talked to KC today, and you're good to go. So Ollie, drop the code. RFD. That's Richard Frank Delta twenty, the number twenty. So yep. RFD twenty. Hit that up. Get yourself a little discount. Um, you know, tell them Frank and Ollie sent you. Yep courtesy of rigged for dirt that's right <laughs> and then on top of that we've got our boys over at rigged supply that's r-i-g-d not r-i-g-g-e-d like us but uh <laughs> but it's one and the same because they are family and uh we love we love representing them they do they do a really awesome job in supporting their community with absolutely uh, the tacomas and the and the forerunners but also they have their universal swing out yep. so that's awesome i used their hitch extension yeah. which worked great for my mountain bike yeah um, with the rhino rack uh two two bike mount that you gave me tony yeah. so thanks for that um but uh but yeah so we've got such great support from these guys if you want to go check them out it's rigged supply r-i-g-d supply.com and don't forget that the, that they sell more than just that right, right. they have it's other products everything you need yeah and then one quick thing you guys have heard me talking about my ultimate sleeping method or sleeping setup in right. episode one and i want i just want to give a shout out to nemo because i forgot my chair that's right <laughs> and, and they lent you a they chair. let me they lent me one of their um stargazer luxuries which is oh my gosh when we were when we were broadcasting from the five yes. booth. yeah oh my gosh ridiculous so yep. huge thanks to them for yep. um for you know hooking up the fan. i gotta say uh, and uh, it was a little bit of a <laughs> tease where okay you could bleep that out but it, it was like i'm freezing my ass off on uh on thursday night 
and come Friday, I, I get up and I look out and there's Nemo across from us. I'm like, right, that's right. Because when they showed, when they all showed up, they were all showing up in those international scouts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh great, check out these guys. These, yeah, these are awesome style. rigs. I wonder what they're all about. Turns out they're Nemo, and I'm like, oh, they make sleeping bags, really good cold weather sleeping bags. I'm like, hey guys, you sleeping, you selling bags? Nah. We're just sleeping on our stuff, and then we're going to sell it afterwards. I'm like, that does me no good. Yeah. That does me zero good. I'm freezing. Good. I'm freezing. So <laughs> this entire time. It's chilly, man. Yeah. Every morning. I camped up, I camped up in the Camp King. Uh, oh, yeah. It's cold. Two nights. Yeah. yeah, it's cold. Yeah. yeah. So every morning I wake up, I get to look over and see these guys. The who all cozy and Awesome, <laughs> awesome <laughs> kit. So, what you got for me? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyways, but yeah, so cool. Nemo, so anyways, Nemo hooked it up with yeah, a chair for us today for, for a chair. Yep. So yeah, thank you. Don't forget to um, go to riggedfordirt.com. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, please go ahead and give us a rating. Uh, if you think we're worth the five stars, drop those five stars. Give us a little uh, comment. And a review. Yep, we would hugely appreciate Instagram. it. Instagram. Instagram, yep. at riggedfordirt. You can find me at truckymcktruckface. And uh, Ollie over at Kate the Jeep. And Tony, where can they find you guys? So Runner Wreck USA, obviously, yep. um, and then you know Colorado Power Wagon is is my brother-in-law awesome. running the big rig here. Nice, nice. Um, on yeah, Instagram man. and yeah, on Colorado Instagram. Power Wagon, yeah, cool. Power, that is a badass CO rig. Power yeah. Wagon. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, I just run the Runner USA. Okay, nice. perfect. Okay. Yep. Thanks, guys. Cool. We'll catch Thank you, you on the next episode. Take care, guys.